educating, empowering, and inspiring you to live healthier is our mission. So let's begin. This is episode 100 of the Life, Strength, and Health podcast. I'm Kim, and I'm joined with Jamal. Greetings, everyone. And uh, peace and blessings. Yes, and thank you for joining us this week. We are at episode 100. I cannot believe it. And that intro was done by our beautiful little girl, Soora. And not only did she do the intro for this episode, but she is our special guest this week. Say yes. hi, Soora. Hi. Yes, and Saora will be joining us this week. And before we dive into our discussion with Saora, we just want to say, like I said, this is episode number 100. We are in a tremendous state of gratitude to get this far in the podcasting arena um, because a lot of people start podcasting and they fall off for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, but we stay strong, stay true to the mission. And um, thank you to everyone who has listened um, to our podcast. Thank you for the comments the feedback you know it keeps us going and keeps us motivated to provide great content for you because this podcast is for you I mentioned in previous episodes that we are in the process of rebranding looking forward for that being very patient because sometimes things don't happen <laughs> the way that you plan but we are so close we've released a new logo I love the new look and feel of it um, and I do I love the website just waiting on some photos and videos to be done and we'll be releasing that soon yes. um, we're also going to be releasing our line of detoxes um, our seasonal detoxes parasite detox heavy metal detox so look forward uh, we look forward to sharing that with you as well and um, we also are getting more clear on our mission um, you know we've we as we continue to drill down and to really, you know, be able to communicate to you or whoever um, would benefit from what we do um, for our wellness center, um, we've drilled down even further for our mission statement, and that is to help you look and feel your best naturally. That is our new message that we're going to be uh, moving forward with in the future. So I'm um, just excited about a lot of things coming down the pike, um, about the new rebranding, the detoxes that we have. Have, um, coming along and we're also going to be changing some of the formatting of the show um, you know this is episode 100 and it doesn't hurt to kind of switch things up and and uh, you know change things up a little bit so stay tuned for that for future episodes so um, now let's segue into this week's episode um, so Aura is here with us this week and um you know, so or her prompt, you know, she asked like, mommy, when can I get on the show? When can I get on the show? And I remember a while back we said, when we get to episode 100, you can join us. So what, what episode was that? Was that maybe like episode 50? I know. <laughs> I think so. It was like halfway there. <laughs> yeah. And with our daughter, she is very persistent. One of the many great qualities about her. So when you tell her something, you better do it. <laughs> so she has been asking week after week, is it episode 100 yet? So finally it is here. And, you know, living a holistic lifestyle, you know, a lot of people ask us, Jamal and myself, um, all the time, how does it look to live this way? And more importantly, when you have a family, how does that really look? So uh, we felt that we could certainly answer that question, but wouldn't it be better to hear it directly from a child who's living in this lifestyle? So that's what we're going to be diving 
in today's episode. So, so Aura, just, you know, giving the audience a little bit of background about you and who you are. So tell everyone how old you are. I'm eight years old. Yes, eight years old. I cannot believe it because it seems like yesterday I pushed her out. <laughs> so I, it's like I look at her sometimes and I'm just like, I can't believe that she's like getting this tall and she's already eight. So you're eight years old. And what are some things that you like to do? I like to dance and I like to run track. Okay. Yeah, dance. Yes. Sora loves music, dance. Yeah, you did track this past year. Anything else you want to share? Okay. (laughs) So, yes, she's very active. Um, We're an active family, so that's always good. You know, uh, when it comes to a a holistic family, it's just that it's a family affair, right? Uh, A lot of times people go on this journey to be healthier, and even though they're a part of a family, they're married, they have children, um, for whatever reason, uh, they go on this journey by themselves. And what we see is a lot of times when people go on this journey by themselves with family, they get met with a lot of resistance and quite often they fail in that process. Um, to the best of your ability, you want to try to make this a family affair. You want to try to get your children involved. You want to try to get your spouse involved. Mm-hmm. Everyone should be involved with this process. If you can somehow get everyone on board, then you're going to be successful uh, because it really does take a village, right? You all have to empower each other and strengthen each other to be healthy. And a lot of times people have difficulty with their children and uh, getting them to buy into this whole health thing. And I, I think the first place is it, it starts with practicing what you teach right. and preach. Right. You have to you can't tell your children to have vegetables and then you're turning around and you're having steak, you know? Yeah. What's that saying? The children do what you do, not what you say. Yes. And they're watching. So if you always say, oh, eat those vegetables. But when they look at what you consume, there's barely any vegetables that you're eating. It's already a contradiction and it's going to be hard for your children to buy in. Right. So, so from the very beginning, uh, that's what we did. We, ate as healthy as we could Um, one because that was our lifestyle and we just wanted to be as healthy as possible but two we wanted to be the example for our daughter so eventually it was only a matter of time before she started to ask for the foods that uh that we were eating you know she didn't want to have her quote-unquote baby food even though it was all natural she wanted to eat what we were eating she wanted to eat (laughs) yeah it was breast milk (laughs) yeah but she she wanted to eat what was on our plates you know even when we made special things for her on trying to meet her needs she wanted what was on our plate and she started to ask for the things that we wanted so we just started making you know like smaller versions of that to uh to to help And and we can't stress enough that you are the example i think in any area of your life you are the example you are the question is are you the adult that you want your children to grow up to be and not to be hard on ourselves. It's just kind of motivation to continue to grow and to continue to address those areas of our lives that maybe we're not so happy with. So, um, yeah, so that was, that's very important. Yeah. And you know what happens 
over time, as you continue to live this lifestyle, slowly but surely, your children begin to to pick it up. I know with Saora, um, we just as we you know told her certain things and did certain things, or you know she may ha- have seen. Uh, family, friends doing something different and she would ask why and we just take our time to explain it. We try to make it make sense and you just stay on it and eventually they start to to, uh, to pick up on it. Right. And, uh, you know, I'm really proud of uh, Soora yeah, for very proud. Yeah, her, her development and just her understanding of, of health. You know, she mm-hmm. already understands uh, when you go into a store um, what you should look for when it comes to uh, trying to select the, the right foods. Right. And what's also amazing is, you know, we we talk a lot through conversation. And so when you see Soora um, communicating or expressing something that we had discussed in prior communications, you know, you're like, wow, she was listening. You know, because <laughs> yeah. we don't beat her in the head with this is how you live healthy. Like we just kind of live it. And then we have dialogue and discussion as to why we do certain things. And just over time, things start to stick and it just becomes normal. So it certainly does help to start off on the right foot. But if you didn't, or you didn't start off on the right foot, don't think that there's no hope. Right. It's just going to be more of an uphill battle, but it all, like we said, starts with you. Yeah, and making it a family affair and just, just staying consistent with it because uh, they're looking at you when they see you changing, you feeling better, they're seeing your mood change, you know, and you, you're sticking with it. Eventually, it starts to open them up to, to things if you haven't started them out at an early age. So that's the key, starting them out early or being really consistent with them. Um, I was I was reading in a publication, I know we spoke about this in the past, that, you know, with your children, um, it takes them, uh, I think, 12, it's either 10 or, or 12 um, tries to before they can decide uh, if they actually like something or not. You know, and a lot of times we'll give them something once, maybe twice. They reject it and we give up. But you have to keep trying and trying and trying and let them uh, let their guard down before they eventually will like it. And I can honestly say we have definitely seen that <laughs> with Zora. Like how many times she's just like, no, I don't like, like it. I don't want nasty. it. Yeah, but now, right, you know. So- is someone yeah. her, you know, some things are her are her favorite that right. that you know she didn't want uh, at all. So um, we definitely see that that um that transformation and also exposing your children to different foods mm-hmm. um, is very important because if you tend to just eat the same thing consistently then when it's time to try something new, they won't be as open. Right. Um, so that's important as well. Yeah, I'll tell you today, um, and I didn't even tell you about this yet, Kim, we we were in the office and uh, she came to work with us today. So, you know, we're in the office and uh, we wanted to go next door to Aldi's to get some snacks, right? So she wanted to have some uh, gluten-free pretzels with peanut butter right and <laughs> and and I was telling her well um if they have a healthy peanut butter then yeah all right sure why not we we can get it 
Uh, we don't really do peanut butter, uh, even when it's organic. M- most of the time, 99% of the time, we do um, almond butter. But she really likes peanut butter, so, you know, <laughs> from time to time, we give her a treat and well, let I her have like, um, like peanut butter, right? Yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll give her a treat. So I told her if we have, if they have a healthy, um, you know, peanut butter, then uh, we'll get it, right? So we walk into the store. And we get in the peanut butter section and, you know, they have like four or five different types of peanut butter. So, you know, I stood back and I I told her, okay, go ahead and, you know, look through the peanut butters and you pick the one that you feel that I I would think that is healthy and I would approve on. And, you know, she went, she started picking up the the different peanut butters and and looking at them. And why don't you share with us or what, what happened from there? So basically, I picked up this peanut butter. It was organic, and when I looked in the back, all it had the ingredients was peanut butter and sea salt. And then I picked up this other peanut butter, which was not like that one, and it had canola oil and all these bad oils and sugar, and this stuff is not healthy for you. And right. So what did you do? So then I said, so then I said, oh, daddy, this one's the one. And he's like, okay, it's healthy. We could buy it. Nice. Yeah. And the interesting thing is, right, when she could sort of, you know, she thinks that she's quiet, but she's really loud. <laughs> so <laughs> she yeah. was filling up the whole, I guess, probably store with her reading these ingredients off. And I'm, you know, I'm just looking at, it. I'm not paying attention to anyone around us. So she's picking out the healthy one. And we look up and it was a, a elder, this elder woman. She was, you know, she had to be about 80 years old and she's just standing there smiling. And it was Aww. this other brother there. And, you know, she was like, wow, that was amazing. And then the, the guy's like, wow, she's really articulate. And, <laughs> and then the woman in the store, she's standing there smiling. Everyone's like surrounding us, looking at Saora, like uh, analyze foods and say which one is healthy and, and not healthy. Because because what I asked her was when she told me the healthy one, I asked her why. And uh, why, why, why did you say that the, the, um, the healthy peanut butter was healthy? Because in most peanut butters, they have so many ingredients, sugar, and all these different bad oils. But in this one, there was no canola oil or no bad oils. It was just peanuts and... um and sea salt. Oh yeah, and sea salt. Right. Yeah. So she broke it down, and then and then you know just the contrast. And I was like, okay, and what's wrong with this one? And then she broke down why it was bad, and everyone was just you know shocked, right? Um, I thought it, thought it was funny. I you know <laughs> I didn't even realize that they were that they were looking. So yeah, she picked her her food out. So we, we're teaching her how to read labels, what to to look at, and it's it's just coming naturally because it's our way of life. Like mm-hmm. when we're in the store, we're looking at the labels and reading, and she's seeing us doing it, and then she starts to ask questions. You know, but we then show also. Her. When she asked for certain products, that's the first thing that you see us do, right? right? We turn it over and we read it and then it's like, oh, maybe this is not a good choice. And then she'll say why. And then we'll say because X, Y, and Z. So it's like she's seeing that that's how you determine if a product 
is worth right. buying or not. Yeah. So I mean, I just that just hit me right now. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I think I mean, that I think that you have to you have to make them a part of the process, and you have to um, let them understand why they're doing what they do, as opposed to just saying no. You know, that's not healthy. No, don't have that um, because it doesn't click and it doesn't make sense uh, for them. And when you start to make sense, they understand that, and you make certain connections to like how they're feeling. That like there's been times where she's had things maybe she was out and she had things that maybe wasn't the best for her but she noticed the difference the 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 next day and we make that connection you know when she's not feeling well or the nose is runny or whatever the case may be we say hey listen um, you're feeling this way and you ate a certain way uh, the other day that that's no coincidence so she starts to make the connection as well um, so I think it's important to make uh, your children a part of of that process and understand why right like you said no like it's it's easy to say no that's not healthy right but when you dive deeper so they understand so when she's older she will know why if I eat these certain types of foods, I feel this way. Or maybe if I'm feeling a little like, you know, uh, if you're feeling like you're fighting something, why you may stay away from certain foods. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause so, or what do we, you know, what do you do? Like if you feel like you're fighting something, what do we normally do? So when um, I tell my parents that um, I'm fighting something, the first thing that they do is they give me some vitamin C. And yes. I always say that. I'm like, I think I feel off. I think I'll, I should have some vitamin C. Mm-hmm. And vitamin C is really good for fighting stuff. Right. And then what's the other thing that we make sure that we do? We make sure that they don't give me any foods that'll make it worse. Like they don't give me any sweets until I'm 100% better. Right. Right. Yeah. And get extra sleep. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all of those things are, are really important. I, I think something else too, um, when you're on this path and I, and I see it a lot. I think that sometimes we can be too strict right. on our children. And when we're too strict, that can backfire as well. So we try to find that delicate balance, right? We, uh, Try to sometimes, you know, some of the things that are out there uh, that are popular, a lot of children are, are consuming. We try to find healthier versions of those things to allow uh, her to eat those things. And then sometimes when, when she's out uh, with friends or at an event and other people are, are eating things, we let her eat it. You well, know? I also want to say we didn't start there. Right. Yeah. So one thing as parents... Or as adults, like you want to continue to grow and evolve and course correct. So, you know, when we, you know, decided to have a child, of course, in our mind, being holistic, you know, people that live a holistic lifestyle, you know, we're going more of the natural route. You know, we decided to have a home birth and was fortunate to have that. Of course, we did extended breastfeeding with Soor and all these things from our research. So, but the thing is, that is you know, your path as an adult. Right. But then when a child is birthed into this world, they're their own being. They have their own personality. And as parents, you know, you have to navigate that. So in the beginning, we were like, okay, we were very strict. This is what we're going to do. 
And it's very important to establish healthy habits, especially when you have babies and when they're young. Um, so and we were very strict. But then as Saora began to get older, you know, we do homeschool. So she's not, um, you know, around a lot of, uh, you know, the, the poor foods that are out there in certain environments. But you're still in the world. Like we're very much in the world um, because the world is our classroom, right? Yes. It's her classroom and it's our classroom as well as adults. So as she begins to get older and she has friends and she's going to events and parties, then you start to like, you have to look a little deeper to say, I don't want my child to have this stigma, stigma with food. <laughs> I want her to feel comfortable in social environments and not feel like so awkward because of her food choices. Like right. all these things that you have to navigate yeah. as a parent. And you have to think about. Right. Yeah. And so. As Soora has gotten older, we have certainly changed and we've changed because of certain things that she's experienced. Yeah. So as we continue to grow, we just look at Soora as the example and we course correct because no one is perfect. We all make mistakes. Um, but like Jamal was saying now, for the most part, when we're home, we eat a certain way. But if she's out, right, Soora, if you're out at parties or you're going to different places, we certainly don't want food like, you know, the way that she eats or something like that to get in the way of just having a good time and being with your your friends. Right. So that was, a, you know, a big lesson that we had to learn as she's has gotten older that you can't like it's not that serious. Like you don't want your child to grow up kind of resenting <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah. a certain lifestyle. A certain lifestyle, right. Because it's like you always have to be you know, this odd man out or like would uh, this type of food, if I had it like every once in a while, would it be the end of the day? And it's like, no, it's not that serious. It's really her mental well-being and her development that's most important to us. So like Jamal was saying, as Saora has gotten older, we've kind of course corrected um, because we see we needed to do that. And it's about finding balance as well, because if she's eating, um, healthy 90% of the time. She's fortifying her body, you know, f- saturating her body with good food, good nutrition. That 10% of the time that she may indulge in other things is not going to move the scale. You know, it's going to keep it balanced. And um, I think that's the key. It's balance. We can't be, even with our own health, you know, we can't just be always over the top, always straight and narrow. You have to, especially in this society you have to have some wiggle room like what what good is it if you live a straight and narrow life and your health is top notch but as soon as you stray as soon as you have something that may be low vibrational or something that you know uh, isn't the healthiest like your your health declines you're sick and all of a sudden you know like cancer <laughs> sets in like what's the right. what, what's the point like what are you building yourself up for if you can't withstand to have have a little bit of, of these things, you know. Right. So I know in the beginning you can be, you know, really strict and it's your, your, your child and you want to protect them and things like that. But I, I think that 
that is a form of of protection, right? When we think about that, like you don't want, you know, your, your child to feel like they're being singled out or being uh, to feel like they're being left out. Like all all children want to be included. They want to be in part a part of things, right? They want to be accepted, right? So I, I never want to put our daughter in the situation where, you know, she, she's, she's standing out. Like she's the, 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 um, the, the, the odd one. Like, don't get me wrong. We have talks all the time about positivity and negativity, negativity and not going with the, the crowd in regards to doing things that might not be the best, right? But you have to have some, some discretion on that. We're not talking about in a negative way, but not every single little thing. Oh, it, it has to be. Yeah, it has to be different for her. She can't do anything that, you know, everyone else is is doing. Like, we don't want to, you know, raise her in a bubble like that, you know. So I think when you're able to find that pocket, when you're able to find that balance, you're going to get the most compliance. Right. And there's also, um, you know, there's certain like every family has like their do's or don'ts. I mean, there's certain foods that it's like, I don't care. What it is, I right. just think. Yeah, it's off limits. <laughs> there's no good yeah. gonna come from that. Absolutely. But there's so many things that you know, Sora can indulge in. Right. So, so how do you feel about that? Because you know, we've kind of loosened up over the years, right? Yeah. So, how do you feel about that? What do you mean? So, you know, in the beginning, when you were much younger, we were more strict. But now, you know, you kind of like, especially like parties and other events. Um, you could have more of the things that we normally would say, you know, maybe you should pass on it. So how do you feel about that? How do you feel? Yeah, because I remember that when I was younger, you wanted me to eat more healthy because you say that if I start in the beginning and eat healthy foods, my palate won't be like only I like like sweet food and not healthy food. Right. We did talk about that the other day that it was important for her to to start off healthy because, yes, your palate, you like different types of food. So, yes. Yes. And how do you like the fact that you could, you know, eat some of those foods at like parties? Like, how do you feel about that now? I like it because like when I go to parties, sometimes you guys let me eat the cake and stuff. Mm hmm. I'm sure that tastes good, right? <laughs> like, amazing. <laughs> right. So we have definitely have have grown from that. Um, but like but like Jamal said, if 90% of the time, you know, even as adults, if you're eating, you know, the way you should, if you're eating healthy, you're eating clean, then that 10% is not going to have that negative effect on you. Right. Um, and I think socially, um, you know, cause we were very strict, you know, raw food is at one point and vegan. I think for me, I was so headstrong with it because it would, it would transform my life at that time. And I was just feeling so, um, off and so off of who I was not myself anymore. I lost my way. So, when I started to implement living healthier and turning towards a plant-based diet, the changes that I experienced were so profound that, you know, you're like, I'm all in. I don't care what anyone says. And I think at a time that is necessary when you yeah. are trying to reverse some Im imbalances and you're you're going through some things. I think you do need to be diligent and you do need to be like the blinders on. Right. But then I just think after a certain point, 
when you rebalance your body, you know, then you kind of have to maybe look at it a different way. Right. And I know me personally living that way for so long, it became more of a detriment for me. But it was my you have to be honest with yourself. And sometimes your diet needs to change. Um, so that that's just important. Like sometimes you need to be all in, but then you have to listen to your body, listen, you know, to those around you if they see certain things. And you have to be truthful about how you feel and, and what's going on with your life. And, you know, for me, I think getting older, um, have being a, having a family, being an entrepreneur, early on I had the time to do a lot of things with food. <laughs> like your, my life revolved around food because it would take long to prepare certain things. And you should put that time into food prep because it's your energy, it's your love. But as I began to get busier, you know, that lifestyle was not realistic for us. Um, so just a lot of things have changed and you have to course correct and shift along with it. Yes, I agree. I think that, um, you know, balance is, is the key. Uh, there's nothing in life that's so extreme in, in one direction, whether that's in the direction of, of poor health and, and bad health. There is, is balance amongst the, the different types of, of foods and, and lifestyles that we live. So you have to find that balance. And when I say balance, I don't mean, you know, 50-50, it could be that 90%, 10%, but you have to uh, to find that balance. So uh, you find your way, you find your, your way with yourself, you find your way uh, with your, your family. But uh, most of the time when um, you're, you're super strict and you're able to kind of loosen up a bit as, as things are flowing and you're feeling better and you establish certain things. Um, it's actually, I look at it as progression. Like you're actually progressing, um, during this journey and in, in your process. Right. So I guess we'll finish up with one last question for Saora. And the question I have for you, Boo, is for all the children that may listen to this because some of our listeners may share this with their children. What would you say to children who may not want to try new foods? What would you say? What would you recommend? I would say just be more open and be more open to trying stuff because it might taste disgusting in the beginning. But if you keep trying it, you might end up liking it someday. Yeah, that's great advice. Yeah, I got one more question for you. Um, why do you think that children should try to be more healthy and eat more healthy? Why do you think that's important for, for children? When you're healthy and like when you get when you're healthy for the rest of your life and if you continue continue it when you get older, you won't like have back problems and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's true right but, and what what else also because if you don't eat healthy you will um you'll be like interested into like unhealthy food but if you like so that like later when you try like healthier foods like broccoli and vegetables you like would want to um 
you wouldn't want to try it because you would become picky because you started off with unhealthy foods. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's basically saying, you know, prevention, you know, eating healthy will prevent you from having challenges later, especially back problems, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what's your favorite vegetable? Broccoli. Yeah, she. she yeah, she's she going on broccoli. some broccoli. <laughs> What's your favorite type of food? My favorite type of food for the first is Ethiopian. Nice, and I know one dish. What's your favorite dish when we get Ethiopian? Um, the Masira Licha Wat. Right, that's and there. in English it's yellow slip peas. Yes, that, I think that might be all of our. I know <laughs> favorite. <laughs> Uh, cuisine, the African Ethiopian. Actually, we're gonna food. get some yeah. after we record this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Amazing, healthy options. Whole foods. Yeah, whole foods. If you Cook haven't had love. Ethiopian, by the way, you need to you need to go get yourself some Ethiopian for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'll give a little plug if you're in uh, the New Jersey area. Visit Walia's in South Orange. Yes. Yes. Definitely go support them. You must go there. Absolutely. And and they have authentic injera, gluten-free injera fermented, some fermented flat bread that they eat their meals with. It's incredible. Really good for your digestive system. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, looking forward to that. I'm thinking, salivating, thinking about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is it for this week's episode. Thank you for joining us. Um, Soora, thank you for joining us. Yeah. I want you to tell everyone goodbye. Bye. Wanna say any special words before you go? Yes. Don't be picky when you eat and make sure to encourage your children to try more stuff. That's some words, good words of wisdom. Yes. Yes. All right, so stay tuned for next week's episode. And until next time, live healthier. Stay healthy, everyone. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings and live healthier. We want to say thank you for listening to the show and for access to the show notes pages, more podcast episodes, blog content, as well as more information about our center, Life, Strength, and Health, then just visit us at lifestrengthandhealth.com. Until next time, live healthier.